you are listening to The Janine Garner Show. Janine is a leading expert on leadership and driving influence through networking and collaboration, passionate about bringing brilliant people together to achieve remarkable results. Join Janine Garner as she shares insights, interviews and conversations, and let's together make the remarkable happen. Hello, my name is Janine Garner and welcome to my latest podcast. I want to talk today about saying yes to failure, how when we embrace vulnerability, it can actually be seen as a significant tool in our armour of driving businesses, leading businesses, managing businesses. You see, those two words, vulnerability and failure, might as well have an R rating when it comes to the higher echelons of corporate um, and for high-flying entrepreneurs and business owners. Or do they? Because if you look at some of the most successful leaders in play today, at some stage in their upward momentum, they failed. And yet they've shown strength and resilience in coming back from the edge. And in this has been a vulnerability to say, I need help. I need to reach out. I need to find another way. I think vulnerability can be a great strength in business because it teaches us to engage and to listen. It encourages others to admit when they need assistance. It gives us new skills and it also brings great collaboration on a commercial level. Richard Branson has failed and gotten up more times than many others and many other entrepreneurs have made a decision. In The War of Art, Stephen Pressfield talks about resistance and how fear fuels resistance, how the fear of doing something different, of something out of the norm, actually stops us from doing that exact thing that we should be doing. So what are you listening to? What fears are you listening to that are stopping you from moving forward? What areas of vulnerability or could you show more vulnerability to enable others to see more of you to engage more with you and to get more of what it is that you're trying to do. I wonder if we embrace vulnerability in the boardroom and we put a fear of failure to use, whether we'd actually achieve quicker success, um, more innovation and more ideation. I reckon there's a couple of things we need to do. I think the first thing we've got to do is not ignore the elephant that is in the room because let's face it, vulnerability is as much a part of you as your preference for dogs or cats or your ability to tolerate reality TV, whether or not you're a fan of the current Prime Minister, whatever it may be, vulnerability is a part of you. It's almost ingrained in us from when we started, when we were little, when we started school, when we started at work. Saying, I am invulnerable, is the equivalent of stating you are Superman. But let's remember that Clark Kent only turned into Superman when he had some kryptonite around. Remember that? So in business terms, not admitting to vulnerability is the equivalent of being inauthentic. And it shows through in constant denial and stress. The way others perceive you is through your authentic self and trying to be super boss means an immediate lack of authenticity and that great big elephant sitting in the corner. I think we've got to start, number two, we've got to start thinking about vulnerability actually being the same thing as bravery. Bill Gates said failure is a great teacher and part of being vulnerable in business is seeing how a willingness to fail is brave. It sees you increasing in terms of resilience as a leader. 
Uh, Linda Sapadan, who's a US-based author of Master Your Fears and a psychologist, uses the example of the cowardly lion from The Wizard of Oz, who takes action despite a lack of fear. She says people think having courage means you have no fear, when in fact, courage is taking action despite the fear. She adds you really need to be able to get beyond the fear to make your business happen. In other words, fear of failure doesn't mean full stop. It means do it anyway, be brave and go for it. I think all of us, whether uh, we're a leader, a manager, an employee, have to start encouraging and embracing decision making. You see, when you hold back from making decisions out of a fear of failure, it engenders the same fear in your team or those around you. And this means lackluster projects, an endemic inability to change the business status quo, and a potential lack of future management candidates. A large part of embracing vulnerability and being brave enough to risk failing is making those tough calls and showing the people around you that this is okay. Take the example of Jim Donald. He was the former CEO of Starbucks and uh, current CEO of Extended Stay America, which is a national hotel chain. Two years ago, this company was tentatively in the black after teetering on the brink of bankruptcy. Staff were petrified of losing their jobs. They were keeping their head down. Nobody was showing any innovation or any initiative. It was simply, I want to hang on to my job. So... Being, making a decision or trying to do something differently and being seen to fail was just simply not on the agenda. Jim Donald said yes to failure. He created a get out of jail for free card for every single member of staff, one for each of his 9,000 employees. And in return for taking a chance and making themselves vulnerable, making a decision on behalf of the company, all they had to do was hand them in, no questions asked. The end result, well, it was obviously a calculated risk by him, but the result was no more stagnation and staff who were willing to make decisions and get results. I think we've also got to remember that failure does not mean failing. Inventor Sir James Dyson, beloved of the designer vacuum cleaner brigade, went through 5,127 prototypes and 5,126 failures to get his phenomenally successful first model right. That's a lot of vulnerability on show and a lot of what could be termed complete and utter failure. But it's also the difference between passive and active vulnerability. This is the key to what it means to allowing yourself to fail without failing. You see, if you're passive in your vulnerability, it means you're not choosing to make yourself open to it. If you're active, you're in essence taking the opportunity for informed and proactive risk taking. You know, there's a pretty big risk of a fail, but there's equally a big chance of payoff. So I reckon when it comes to fear and vulnerability, there's a few things that we can do. I think there's four key things, four ideas I've got for you. One is get really clear on your why. Focus on the why you are doing what you're doing. What is the bigger picture at game here? What is the thing that you ultimately are doing this for? Why are you doing it? What is the ultimate end game? Get really clear and focus on your why. Number two, take action. Just get on 
on and do something because often the fear is based on a story of something that we think may happen in the future that we haven't actually yet had the proof of. So taking action often means that we remove ourselves from thinking about the future possibility of failure and get focus on just taking action today, taking one action towards that bigger goal. It reduces that fear and starts the momentum happening. I think the third thing we can do is celebrate progress over perfection. Too often we get hung up, hung up on the ultimate end goal and that freezes us. It's almost it becomes too big for us that it stops us from doing anything. But if every single day we celebrate the progress that we are making towards that bigger goal versus chasing the perfection, then we actually start to feel really good about ourselves. We start celebrating the successes that we're achieving along the way. And the fourth most critical thing is get the right people around you. Who you surround yourself with in terms of achieving whatever it is that you're going for, professionally or personally, surrounding yourself with the core people that are going to push you further than you can go yourself, that are going to hold you accountable, that are going to teach you skill and mastery, and that are going to hold you present and in the current and keep you safe and strong. That's what we need. We need to have a network of you of key people that are helping you achieve your bigger goal. As General Colin Powell said, there are no secrets to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work and learning from failure. I would also add that it is about opening yourself up to your team, to those that are willing to share ideas with you, to embrace change and to show that you are willing to learn from others and admit that you don't know anything. That is true vulnerability and it comes from a position of strength as a person and as a leader. Until next time, thank you very much and I will speak to you all very soon. We hope you enjoyed listening to The Janine Garner Show. To follow her blog, purchase her books or find out more, visit her website janinegarner.com.au Brilliant people, extraordinary results.